Hello. Hi. Yeah, we're back again. When did you get here? I don't. I, I've been here for a while. You just kind of came in here out of nowhere. We're in your speakers now, up yeah. in your headphones, wherever we may be, in your computer. It is uh, Mike and. Johnny. You are? You Johnny. are? Oh, you're Johnny? Okay, Mike and Johnny. Yeah, 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 I did the point there. Uh, uh, welcome to the show. Uh, not this particular one, but ordinarily a one that would be too good for radio. Yes. But the way this one started out, uh, radio deserves this <laughs> crap. But... <laughs> it really does. We started out really poor, so it should totally be on the radio. We promise the rest of the show is going to be too good for that. Yeah, cut that first part out. Yeah, send, exactly. Send it to the radio station. So, see so that's going to be a Marconi Award oh, winner. Yeah. The rest of this will be up for the Cool Podcast Awards yeah. that Sorry are sponsored that. by Nugenics. Uh, so we begin here on the Mike and Molson Too Good for Radio podcast with uh, Am I the A-Hole? And I found this one increasingly interesting because when you are in a relationship, there are times when schedules, work schedules will not, oh, sure. m- will not match up, okay? And it's a delicate balance of how do I handle that as it pertains to if I'm waking up earlier than my significant other mm-hmm. – Am I allowed to have an alarm that makes a noise? Are they a light sleeper? Uh, Do I have to put it on vibrate? So I give you this. This uh, person writes in, me and my boyfriend moved in together a few months ago. Our apartment is one bedroom and we have a couch. I set an alarm for 6.30 so I can try to go for a run with my friends. It's not possible for us to do this at another time unless it's at night. I don't want to run at night. Boyfriend's job doesn't have standard hours. Right now, he has two days, each classified as morning, afternoon, and overnight shifts, and day seven is off. My alarm doesn't usually clash with anything because he's either already up or at work by then. So now he has afternoon shifts twice a week. By the time he gets home from those and sleeps, it's noon or one. The issue now is my alarm wakes him up at 6.30. Yeah. Tried tried one that was just on vibrate, but it's useless for me. I said he can go back to sleep after, but boyfriend's replies that it's hard for him to go back to sleep if he's woken up like this and he needs his rest. Uh, And he basically says, turn your alarm off entirely. You can't be doing this. (laughs) He goes, I don't think this is fair because it's my routine to get up and go for one of my friends. And I suggested he sleep on the couch those nights that it would wake him up. And he's like, nope. So she's asking, is she the a-hole for wanting to use... The alarm, even though it is waking him up and he's saying he can't go back to sleep, so now he's only getting like four hours of sleep because her alarm. Yeah. Where do you stand on all that? It's a, it's a, it's a tricky situation. Yeah, and that's that's a lot different than uh, I get up at six, you get up at seven. I mean, that you could figure you could figure right, that yeah. out. Um, but he's being the a hole for not figuring out, not for not working with her of just saying no, you can't have an alarm that goes on. No, I won't sleep in another room. No, I won't. You know, there uh, has to be some type of common ground yeah. right because i because with me my wife's schedule she has a day off during the week like on a weekday i work all five days and so i have my alarm on vibrate like no mm. noise right she's a very light sleeper i have it on no noise but there's still times where you're in a deep sleep and yeah. it, even on vibrate and it's on the table you can and you're getting you, up and kicking around right. turning lights on yeah. exactly i think the best you can do is to attempt to be as quiet as possible yeah. and hope for the best and maybe tell us something other like it's going to go off maybe you want to put you know your earphones in or yeah. earplugs that or would be a solution. or get You're a being sleep, very reasonable here. or get a sleep mask or something yeah. along those lines and i think even her solution of like hey he if you know these are the days that you're going to need 
go sleep on the couch. Seems like a small sacrifice. And, and I, you know, that way you can get your full night's rest or whatever. I'll be super quiet. I'll still put the alarm on, vibrate. I'll do my thing, try to be as quiet as possible, sneak out the door for my run, and you can still be sleeping. Yeah. I think, like, in your situation, uh, what always has, has bothered me is that you always turn on the hair dryer right there in the bedroom, and you're just blowing your hair right over her head. But I, I don't think you need to be doing that, man. There's another room where you could be doing that kind of thing. Well, the, the weird thing is, is I I try to be like a ninja, mm-hmm. right in the morning, and but my wife is up usually on a usual day. It's only about an hour before me, so it's not that big a deal. Right. So it's it's like one of those things. Like yes, she has to dry hair and everything else. I'm more of a heavy sleeper. I think it all depends too. It's like yeah. if you're a heavy sleeper with a light sleeper, that's a difficult situation as well. Like I think I my man bad. needs a new job. That's why. Were, right. Why are you working at a job like that? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't understand it either. But I, I assure her, she is not the a hole in this particular situation. She is doing all she can. Agreed. Although waking up at six thirty to run seems weird to me. But hey. You know, if you got to get your workout in, you got to get your workout in. Which leads me to the next question is, what is your morning routine? What is the first thing that you do when you wake up? Is it it stretch? Is it you brush your teeth, go for a run? Like, what what is the first thing you do in the morning? For me, on a usual work day, it's shower first. I got a shower in the morning. If I don't, everything feels wrong. I, on the weekend, I'm okay with not showering if mm-hmm. I have nowhere to go or nothing to do. But on a normal morning, it's alarm goes off, and I shower right away. Before you eat? Yes. Okay. The first thing I do is when, when my alarm goes off on a weekday, it is up, and it is shower. Now, I don't brush my teeth. Okay. I shower, then get dressed, then eat, then brush my okay. teeth. That's a, lot, that's a lot of moving around from room to room. It is a I lot may, of moving around. I may do. get up, tinkle. Well, yes, then, that's, that's inherent. I don't know anyone who doesn't wake yeah, up and immediately use the restroom. Want to make sure you didn't miss that part. Yeah, no. Uh, then I go eat. Oh, okay. And then take my shower. I guess that kind of makes sense in the fact that you keep everything in one room. I don't bounce from room to room. Well, and I guess it also makes sense in the fact that if something goes awry with the breakfast, like let's say a spillage occurs yeah. or you get something on you, it's only the pajamas. It's not now I have to change into an entirely mm-hmm. different outfit because I had a breakfast malfunction. Yeah. And it just so, it just feels natural to go from shower to toothbrush to clothes to out the door. See, I, that feels right to me. See, I've always been the toothbrush is the last thing out the door. Yeah. It's always shower, breakfast, toothbrush out the door for me. Yeah. But you're right. It is It is very, you're more streamlined. It's neither right nor wrong. But I you're just, more streamlined. You're more, you're, it, you know, you do your thing, you eat the breakfast, you shower, boom, you're gone. Yeah. I'm ping-ponging back and forth between ba- bathroom, living room, bathroom, living, and then I'm out the door. I mean, look, I, I, didn't, I didn't include the part where I lay there for a half hour questioning <laughs> my life's decisions going, don't we I, all? I don't even want to, why, 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 why even bother getting up right now? Don't we all Everything have that? Everything is terrible. I don't know what that is. I mean, and I'm, I'm half joking, but at the same time. No, uh, I, I get it. You sit there and you're in that haze, that illogical haze. You're not quite asleep. You're not quite awake. And some of the weirdest thoughts come to mind of going, "This, there's no. Do, do you ever bargain with yourself? Oh, yeah. Of like, I'm going to give myself, I turn my alarm off. I, I have faith in myself. I'm going to give myself another two minutes. And then I count, I start counting from one to 120. <laughs> <laughs> you would be amazed the little amount of times I make it to 120, and then I wake up and go, "Son of a bitch!" Yeah, I don't know. Now I, I'm yeah. running late. May as well be counting sheep at that point, right? Exactly. Or, or now I've gotten to where 
well, I know I'm not going to make it to 120, so I'm going to do 2-1 to 60s mm-hmm. to see still, rarely, if yeah. ever. It's like it's, I'm testing my mental acuity right in the beginning of the day, which is a can't. dumb thing to do. Yeah. You, you can't do that. Because there's that other part of the brain uh, that is just yelling. For, there's there's the part of the brain that's yelling at you for saying, would you get your ass yes. out of bed? What in the world? Why do you even For God's sake, all you have to do is like put a leg on the floor and you can't even do that. Uh, while this other part of your brain is going, there's nothing out there for me. <laughs> Why is it that we do that? I, I where it's know, just man. like, it is. It's just so easy. Just like, just move two legs. But we're like, I don't yeah. think I can do that. There's I don't want to do that. That first 30 minutes, I mean, that is a vulnerable time. It you is. Could, you could break me real easily. Very much so. <laughs> do, do, do you snooze? Are you a snooze person or no? I love the snooze. I do too, yeah. My wife detests snoozes, and I'm just like... Snooze is the way to go for yeah. me. Like, I'm glad she's up usually an hour earlier before me because the snooze softens the blow of that cathartic type of, oh my God, what was me? Like, you get it, you get that initial shock, and then you're like, okay, snooze, and then you're like, okay, now I'm ready yeah. to face the day. If I just have to get up right away, there's I'm, my day is my day's done. Yeah, but uh, I'm, I'm, I'm usually up at about the same time, and so it, it it's pretty regimented. It doesn't like that's that's probably the only thing I got going for me. There you go. I R- mean. Only thing. <laughs> routines, I feel, are important. And speaking of routines, you you found the concert writer for comedian Kevin Hart. And yeah. normally in the past, like rock stars, we've heard like only brown M&Ms, all that kind of yeah. stuff. But there is intricate de- detail in this particular one. Right. And, and, you know, on one hand, you go, gosh, these stars are so full of themselves. Uh, but at the, on the other hand, I can certainly imagine pulling up to a big venue and they throw you, I don't know, a can of Pringles and a two liter of Vess and say, here, <laughs> nice. enjoy your night, Kevin or Hart. Fago. Right. Here's some Vintners in a Fago. And so you, uh, so you probably have to ask for some extra things, but it's incredible to me what he asks for. Um, his dressing room, uh, he's got to have his own dressing room, but it needs to have three full-size couches, four end tables, a 55-inch TV with cable, satellite, and a working remote. Good Lord. Um, How much time are you spending in that particular room before... I mean, I guess you get to the... I guess you get to the venue early yeah. to try to do a sound, sound check, check and a run-through. Yeah. Okay. You're not going to go out to dinner. I get that. Right. Uh, he wants a, uh, um, a single-door refrigerator that has a glass front on it. Make sure um, you know what's in there. Yeah, padded chairs. Uh, he, needs, he needs no fewer than four... Wireless internet signs. Here's the login. Here's the password. Okay. Um, and uh, that's a, that seems like a lot. Like I guess you're having some of your rest of your crew in there as well. Yeah. But four full size couches in a dressing room. That's a pretty big damn dressing room. It is, and, and that's a lot of couches. That's, that is. No, that's, they're, that, they're not going to have that many people. You don't even have four in your house. Yeah. Uh, and then he lists, you know, what all, all his staff needs and uh, and the opening act. Um, Mr. What does the opening act need, uh, by the, the way? The opening act gets um, one full-size couch, uh, one love seat, or two easy chairs. Okay. Uh, also get a 55-inch TV. Very nice of him to uh, put that in there. A small refrigerator, folding chairs, wireless internet signs, and four trash cans. All right. Well, at least he's yeah. trying to take care of his opening acts. Uh, he has very specific drinks. You need 48 bottles of spring water. Twelve of them must be at room temperature. Good uh, Lord. 12 bottles of Essentia alkaline water. 
Uh, That's a lot of water. Four cans of Pepsi, four cans of Pepsi Coke Zero, f- uh, Pepsi Zero rather. Four four Ooh, cans of Sprite. Pe- I, guess, <laughs> I guess he. But no, then he asked for Sprite. Continue. Four Mountain Dews, four Canada Drives, eight watermelon Red Bulls, four <laughs> tropical Red Bulls, um, and it goes on and on and on. Uh, his alcohol needs two bottles of uh, Grand Coromino uh, tequila. Uh, four bottles of uh, Respado tequila, uh, one Contro uh, uh, liqueur. Which is an orange liqueur, yeah. much like Grand Marnier. St. Germain elderflower liqueur, simple syrup, and 24 bottles of Corona. How does he actually go through all of this at every There's tour no stop? Way. Like, how much leftover stuff does a venue have? After he goes through, because I can't imagine, even if you have a giant crew that go comes with you everywhere, that you could possibly every night on tour go through all these specific things yeah. that he's asking for. Uh, his hot food, he requires. Uh Hot soup, no pork, 40 pieces of fried drum and flats, uh, chicken wings, uh, lemon pepper flavored, beef entree for 10, chicken entree for 10, fish entree for 10, green vegetable for 10, uh, uh, chef's choice, no cookies for dessert. No um, cookies. A small plate of fresh There'll cut be no cookies. And a small plate of celery sticks. Um, what kind of dip? Then <laughs> he just got random celery sticks. I, I assume ranch comes with the wings. Then uh, he also to snack on. He wants one bowl of individually wrapped mints and three different packs of gum, uh, twelve assorted chips, including nacho cheese Doritos, uh, and it goes on. Honey made. You need, need some graham crackers. Needs wants some kind bars. Wants boom chicka pop popcorn. Um, oh, that's a good choice. It's fun to say too. Here's what's very important. One small bottle of Listerine mouthwash, one package of floss sticks, one travel-sized toothbrush and toothpaste, one Vaseline Lip Therapy Original Mini, original flavor. Uh, One of that cherry crap. One, uh, two bottles of Method brand hand soap, two iPhone chargers, a box of Kleenex, one deck of bicycle playing (laughs) cards. Like he's going to bust out a game of. I love. I love how it's got to be bicycle. Yeah. I don't want any of these other ones from a casino with the hole in the middle. I want bicycle. Four. Man-scented candles. Okay. Interesting there. <laughs> Got to get my man scent on to center myself. Uh, now on page six, one b- wooden black bar stool, 29 inches tall, square leg, flat top, uh, and a link to an Amazon page where you can purchase it. It has to be that stool. That exact model. That's Nothing else. And it's a very basic flat top bar stool, twenty nine inches, uh, and, a, and a specific brand. Um, no, no substitutions, right? It's got to be that particular stool. Press and media will never be allowed access inside the venue. Uh, venue, we don't honor media requests or give out media passes. Mr. Hart does not give interviews of any sort without prior approval. No radio station sponsors anyone else will be allowed to hand out any items. Thank or, God we're or, not or thrown in the. Uh, <laughs> thank God we're not on the radio. We can maybe make it. That's right. Yeah. 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 If we've been on the radio, we would say no to this. And this 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 part is amazing to me because it says uh, there shall be no police officers present back in the backstage dressing room. Um, but upon request, police escorts must be arranged to facilitate artist vehicles arrival and departure. Uh, escort must be empowered to route vehicles through any potential traffic delay. Under no circumstances are vehicles allowed to encounter any 
delays due to traffic. How do you do How that? How do you stop traffic? Come on. I mean, you're big. He, he, look. Yeah, I mean, he's he, huge. He would fill up a week at United Center. No problem. Easily. Not, not, even, not even thinking about it. Uh, but to stop traffic? How no do you, delays? Yeah. I mean, I understand a police escort, but doesn't that look like... I get the president doesn't want to have traffic yeah. delays, but in the grand scheme of things, I don't think Kevin, Governor Pritzker can pull that off. No. And he's got a lot more money than Kevin Hart. Yes. <laughs> and he's bigger than Kevin Hart. Yeah. Um, but yeah, how do you how do you guarantee I that? I like, don't know. Like to me, out of all the stuff, right? You may say a specific stool seems pretentious. All this food seems yeah. pretentious. I'm like, okay, I get it. You've worked hard to get where you're at. But to say no delays should ever be encountered to and from the venue, that to me is, a, that's where I go, really? Not yeah. You want him to run every, you want cherries and berries running every red light so that you don't have to stop for a second on the way. You're just a comedian. No idea how they even pull that off. I don't either. How do you how do you get that? How, if you're the if you're the venue, let's say he were did he come to the BOS center? I don't know if he's come to the BOS I don't, center. I don't think so. But you're the BOS center, and that you call me like, yeah, Mayor Langfelder, uh, no stoppage, especially for <laughs> Kevin Hart. It's like we don't have traffic delays in Springfield. What's the matter with you? So wow, that's that is some interesting stuff right there. Yeah, and again, I to to a certain extent, I mean, we laugh at this stuff, and I get it because yeah, a, a venue would just just toss you a, a folding chair and say, deal with it. Um, and so I understand you've got to be specific about yeah. what you want. Uh, I get the but beverages. It, but, but you're right. Yeah, the, the amount of food, the amount of snacks, that there's no way that they even consume 20% of it. How much chicken wings are left over? How much oh of gosh. Red Bulls? Uh, just, yeah, it seems excessive, especially no traffic, please. But I guess that's, you know, when you get Netflix money, that's, uh, so, that's how you're able to do that. Speaking of Netflix... There's a new study out that tells us how many subscription services the average American has. Now, this doesn't just include your streaming services. Mm-hmm. This is like restaurants and other things like the, the crates and stuff that people okay. have as yeah, well. Yeah. All right. So back in 2019. Shoe of the month club kind of a thing. Right, exactly. So back in 2019. The average American juggled 4.2 subscriptions every year. Mm -hmm. Fast forward to last year, that number jumped to 6.7 per average American, the amount of subscriptions that they have, including everything. I love the convenience of it all, but you're right. I I bet we only use 3.9% or 3.9 of those 6.9 subscriptions we have. How do you keep it all straight? And yeah. I think you made a great point. If we just take away these food subscriptions and these box right. subscriptions, everything else, you know, it was all about cutting the cord, right? I'm a, it's going to be cheaper. I'm going to cut the cord. I'm just going to stream. Mm-hmm. If you don't pay attention, if you pile up enough of these streaming services, if you if you get Amazon, Disney Plus, HBO Max, Netflix, Hulu, Hulu Paramount, uh, yeah, you know, everything. The next Peacock. thing you know. Isn't it almost the equivalent of having cable in the first place? It has to be. I mean, yeah, you see eleven ninety nine a month and go, ah, oh, no big deal. I can swing that. Uh, but I, I am sure at the end of the day, you probably could do full feature cable uh, to the hilt, all the channels, all the sports you want, and it would it would probably come out less than the amount of money we're spending on subscriptions right now. Because how many times is it to where you because you have so many of those? Mm-hmm. 
that you forget which show is on which one, <laughs> yes. or you go weeks at a time not even logging into one of them mm-hmm. because you're so binge-watching or into one show, and you're like, oh, I, I do still have that. It's a slugfest, and you know the, the companies that are now competing for certain franchises, You know, obviously Disney owns 20th Century Fox, and mm-hmm. so you think of all the stuff that's all over there, everything that Paramount owns is over here, and, and so you can't... It's, it's, it's bananas to just try to figure out where stuff is that you want. And see, I some people choose the per month thing mm-hmm. i more of i pay for the whole year all at once okay like when my renewal comes up for the couple that i have i just pay it all off and i'm like you know what i know that big payment's coming mm-hmm. that way i don't have to worry about the monthly subscription thing yeah that's a very kevin hart thing of you to do right yeah exactly i want to make sure that there's no hiccup in my right. streaming services but it's just it's interesting. Six points. I don't do any of the food ones. I don't do any of the the box boxing stuff. I I mean, just between TV alone and even subscription services for you know things that aren't on the radio. Right. Those also kind of. I'm, I'm trying to think of if I'm the average American at six point seven, and I'm pretty damn close. Yeah. Yeah. To be I, quite, I, I'm to, sure. To be quite honest with you, and it it saddens me that I'm there, but there are certain times where I go. Okay, and I still do have cable. I'm one of those rare, yeah. you know, dinosaurs that still have that too. Well, and I saw somebody decrying because now they have those services you can subscribe to uh, that will tell you all the services you've subscribed to and and help right. you. you know, right? Yeah, exactly. So if you've forgotten one that you've uh, and. Uh, and so and people are like, oh, my gosh, if you can't keep that straight, it's like, you actually can't keep it straight. I mean, that's, no. that's the thing. You get you get more than five or six of those things going. And, and, and yeah, you start to think about maybe something you get every month from Amazon or or whatever. Uh, the after unboxing. A while, yeah, after a while, you go, oh, God, I forgot that. And the renewal comes up. It's like, oh, no, here's another year. Well, yeah, it's the same thing with, uh, you know, sometimes you have these restaurant subscriptions or maybe you're a member of a wine club or something, mm-hmm. and you're like, if you forget about it, the next thing you know, you get an email saying, oh, yeah, yeah, you're, you, we're going to re-up you. And you just you click on it. And the next thing you know, is like, you have 37 bottles of wine for free you can pick up. <laughs> and you're like, oh, that's right. I am a member of that particular club. Yeah. I can never judge how quickly I'm going to go through something. Because I tried subscribing to, uh, I think, oh, it, was, I, I think yeah. it was like some vitamins that I found online. I couldn't find them anywhere else. Um and I started subscribing, and there was no way that I could go it through. And I've got like these all these extra bottles, and, and you know, because yeah, it just it just keeps piling up. By the way, we're sponsored by Nugenics. Just yes. a reminder: text hard, yeah, text hard for your subscription to Nugenics because <laughs> she'll like it too. Uh, speaking of something she doesn't like, you have a story. I believe was this out of Minnesota, where a woman got very upset at a partner and used an interesting weapon on them. Hell hath no fury, as a woman was jailed uh, for domestic assault. After clobbering her boyfriend in the head with quote a whole chicken, live or dead, uh, rubber. Uh, I think a I think a chicken from the from the refrigerator. Okay. The victim told cops uh, he was driving home last night, uh, and to a house that he shares with his his lady, mm-hmm. lady Natalie. Uh, lady when lover. he was attacked, the man who had been at the bar said uh, she was hitting him and spitting in his face uh, while they were driving home. Upon arrival, the man. Uh, Hit him. I'm sorry. The the woman hit him with a whole chicken in the back of his head. That's a sucker. That's a sucker punch, isn't it? Yes. If it's that, if that's a frozen chicken, 
I mean, chickens aren't as big as turkeys, but still, a whole frozen chicken to the back of the head, that's going to leave a mark. Uh, according to the probable cause statement, quote, victim still had some chicken residue in his hair <laughs> oh, when we arrived. Oh, it must have been, it must have been thought. She then, uh, when police got there, tried to put her under arrest. She began uh, struggling and pulling her hands away during multiple attempts. Wait, wait, wait till I get my hands on another chicken! Um, making that phone call to 911. While escorting her from the home, she continued to yell and attempted to pull away from officers. She kicked her legs around. Uh, she is being charged with domestic assault and obstructing police and cruelty to a chicken, I think, is probably, probably thrown need, in there. needs to be on there. Um, it doesn't It doesn't say whether the chicken was cooked or raw. I'm guessing not frozen because, yeah, he probably no. would have had a concussion. Yeah, and the fact there's chicken residue left over. Would be, they may be saying, do you think it was just a bucket of chicken? Like, <laughs> I'm going to hit you with a bucket of chicken. That's an interesting, that's an interesting weapon, though, in yeah. that particular case. Well, they probably, they probably bought the canine in, and the canine was <laughs> right. sniffing at the guy's head. Arr, 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 give me some of that. But, but you imagine calling that 911. Yeah, my wife is, or my, my lady is acting up. What, what happened? She hit me with a chicken. Okay, we'll be right over. <laughs> Uh, and finally, we end this uh, edition of the Mike and Molson Too Good for Radio podcast. Of, I want your take on this and, and everyone else in the comments below. Because I think we all know that what this gentleman did was wrong. But I don't think any of us would expect the outcome that happened to this poor gentleman. All right. So this guy pulls up to a convenience store. Okay. Mm-hmm. As he's getting ready to walk into said convenience store... He notices a brush up between a customer already at the counter and the person behind the counter. And they are arguing about purchasing beer. Okay? The person behind the counter is not allowing the customer to buy the beer. So the customer gets upset. And the customer then decides to try to take, and does, takes an entire display of chips <laughs> and starts to walk out the door with yeah. them. And just like, I'm going to throw these in my car. Screw you. I can't buy this beer. I'm taking these chips. This is going to look great in my bedroom. Right. So as as he's trying to jam these chips, the, the, the customer, one Joseph Braswell, mm-hmm. who is the guy who just pulled up the convenience store, sees all this happen. And obviously, the entire chip display is not going to fit into this gentleman's automobile. <laughs> all right. So, two bags of chips fall onto the ground, okay? So, in the interim of all this, the, the person working at the convenience store has called the authorities, okay, about the man who stole the chip display. Now, Joseph Braswell, just minding his own business, walking up, sees the two chip bags on the ground and goes, I'm hungry. Chips. I'm hungry. I'm going to eat... I'm hungry. I'm going to eat these chips. Yeah, this will go good with the chicken that's going to hit me in the head later. So, yeah. So, he, he picks up the chips... He eats the chips and then proceeds to head into the convenience store. Minutes later, officers respond to the scene, start taking statements from people, and they see crumbs in old Joseph Braswell's (laughs) beard. And they see crumbs on his face and stuff. Now you're an accomplice. So now they go in and review the video footage, and they concluded that Mr. Braswell was aware of the theft and so the people running the convenience store then want to press charges for shoplifting against Braswell yeah. for picking up the fallen chips because he saw that yeah. those weren't just random chip parking lot chips. <laughs> they they weren't just a random thing of the chips falling down. So Braswell gets arrested 
and charged with theft of merchandise less than $1,000. Should, should Joseph Braswell be arrested and go through all of that just because he picked up a couple of bags of chips that were on the ground. Yeah, look, I mean, you rob a bank and you go flying out the bank with one of those uh, open bags with a big dollar sign on the side and, and a couple of dollar bills go flying. Uh, that's a free dollar bill for you, I think. See, I, I'm the exact opposite. If it's cash, cash, I go, okay, you got to return that, hmm. whether it be just $2 or 4 But are you seriously going to take the chips yeah. that are out in the freaking parking lot and then resell those chips and be like, the display for said chips are gone. <laughs> there's, no, there's nothing to say that they've pursued the gentleman who actually stole an entire display of chips. Yeah. Poor Braswell just happens to be hungry and goes, hey, I've had a crap day, but fortune has smiled upon me. I got free chips. I'm such a Boy Scout. I feel weird when two bags of chips fall out of the vending machine. It's like, oh, this isn't right. Well, we I ha- shouldn't have this. Yeah, well, we had that discussion. I'm going to eat it, but I shouldn't. I'm one of those ones that if I see one dangling, mm-hmm. I will shake the chips and be like, hey, shake these chips to, to, to yeah. get them out of the Even though I didn't pay for them. I'm just oh, like, yeah. hey, I'm going to put in the hard work. And I think I'm more because my mother, God rest her soul, which is so weird because my dad was a cop. <laughs> my mom always told us, and this is a blatant lie. Yeah. <laughs> and I think my mom just felt like she was above the law because right. she was with a police officer as her husband. That if something was open at the store, they would just be throwing it away anyway so you can take it. <laughs> so, like, if, if yeah. you came to the toy aisle and there was a matchbox car that someone had already opened, my mother would say, it's okay for you to pick that up oh, and take man. it home because it's open and they would throw it away. Jeez. Same with baseball cards. If I knew you as a kid, we could have had like a whole ring going. I would go in uh, 90 minutes before you did. And just open. Oops. <laughs> open. And then be like, hey, Mike. Yeah. Get get to the store. I opened the four things we need. Oops. Sweet Atari. Yes. And so baseball cards the same way. And it <laughs> and it just so happened one time, my dad rarely took us to the grocery store, went to the grocery store, baseball cards were open, and I go to take it. And my dad goes, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. I was like, mom told us if they're open, you can take it. He goes, what? Did he slam me up against the wall? Exactly. He's like, that's not the way this works. So he goes home, <laughs> and he goes, Claudia, what are you teaching our children? <laughs> So I I feel for Braswell. Was there any sense that your mom had an upper limit to that rule? Yeah, I don't think like if I'm I'm pretty sure had it been like uh, an expensive bottle of perfume was mm-hmm. open, my mom would be like, oh, we can take that. Yeah. I think it was like five dollars and below. Mom was okay with taking. There was an unlocked car at the dealership. <laughs> but it's, it's open. It's you open. Can take, Seems fair game. I think it was like a five dollar limit. Okay, for that was mom. Where the ceiling was. Yeah, All the, right. so the, where the ceiling was. But yeah, the, the first time that I did that with dad, there oh, happened yeah. to be there. He snapped. So. Yeah, you're lucky you didn't get uh, maced. And then it was and tased. Th- then my mom hit me with chicken, saying, <laughs> "How dare you let us? How dare you tell our dad about our thing? I thought we had an accord here, oh, young man." It's a hard knock life. Yes, it really is. So appreciate everyone tuning in to the Michael Molson Too Good for Radio podcast. Enjoy the rest of your week, and we will see you next time.